Tell me, decorating is such a visual thing. Same as cooking. You know what I mean? Like decorating is such a visual thing. And to think that she was like, I'm going to bring this to the audio world. And, and people love it because it, it, it's amazing. But I also think it's her. She is incredible. And her personality, it just suits all of these things. It's like that perfect mix of quirky and um, quirky, knowledgeable, and just fun. Welcome to Chatting Over Chowder. We're your hosts, Bethany and Sherline. Chatting Over Chowder is a podcast where we ask people in the podcasting industry what podcasts they listen to while eating chowder. Join us for some fun, laughs, and tomfoolery. Get your spoon ready. We're about to dive in. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Crackers. It's Chatting Over. What the hell is the name of our podcast? <laughs> Chatting Over Chowder. Chatting <laughs> over chowder. Clearly, this little mini break <laughs> that we have had from recording is affecting us here. <laughs> there's so, you know, there's so much much it is. There's so much stuff to do. Um, there really is. In in trying to peer, prepare us for a year end and launch us for a year for the start of a new year, my mind is completely gone. And that's why I have you. Sherline Galva, to tell me what the name of our podcast is. <laughs> hey, I got to be good for something. <laughs> so many reasons why I need you in my life. This is just one of them. <laughs> so you're joining us for... Chatting over chowder. <laughs> I, I seriously had four different names in my head. I just had crackers and soup, spoonful of comfort. <laughs> None of them All were... of them just not chatting None over chowder. None of them were chatting over chowder. So it is always exciting um, when we get to talk to a new person and introduce them to our audience and hear what podcasts they listen to and how they got into podcasting. But it is always a treat and delight when I am speaking to just you, Sherline, because you are Same. one of my favorite people of all time. And uh, you're like my favorite business bestie. So... <laughs> addition no, to a, a real true blood in life IRL personal friend so we are actually wrapping up season two which is beyond the scope of my comprehension <laughs> how we're already wrapping up season two and how this is yeah. our 43rd episode and we just started this year this is crazy and, oh, I think two seasons in a year let's not forget two lest seasons. we forget we also won an award no, I'm, I'm, first of all, your reaction, by the way, when you were like, holy shit, we won. <laughs> I was dying because that was total preparation of you. like, well, this will be fun for me to just sit here and watch this because we're definitely not winning anything. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, that reaction made my life. That was great. Thank you, Black Pot Awards for yes, not only nominating truly. us as one of the three contestants. I, are they called contestants? No, nominee, nominees. Today's going to be a rough day. So <laughs> today's going to be a rough speech day. So if anybody is expecting this episode to be articulate, they've come to the wrong episode. Like, just stop right now and listen to another one. <laughs> Because the almighty struggle is so real today. So let me just remind that. 
thank you, Black Pod Awards, for honoring us as as a nominee and for ultimately choosing us as best Black podcasters in the award for comedy, which... <sighs> what? What? It's still so hard for me to say because it's, I, like... I'm so honored and flabbergasted at the same time because there were like heavy hitters that we were up against and they're, they're amazing and they're super funny. And I like, whew, I was so mad that no. you're in Dominican Republic and that you, you like had the audacity <laughs> to be on vacation and you couldn't be sitting in my office with me because I was literally all by myself. <laughs> like my family was doing their own family thing. And I was, yes. That, that reaction was just true blue reaction of when Bethany wins something is just always a shock. <laughs> no, but I think it's a testament to the, first of all, the incredible work that you've put in, that we've put into the podcast. And then on top of that, the amazing guests that we've had, the incredible women who are just so inspiring. And like, I'm, I'm just so blessed to have been able to have conversations with and I think we had such an eclectic variety of women this season which really excited me because I think we got to touch just how broad podcasting in general is and how many how you really can find your people in podcasting because there there are people who are experts in so many different fields and just how podcasting has really benefited them and their businesses. I wholeheartedly agree. We, we're super lucky that the people that we have interviewed, we actually have an ongoing personal relationship with them. So it's not just like a, hey, thank you for coming on the podcast. And then we never speak of them again. And I think that that is a testimony to everything that we do. We once we engage with you, you are officially a part of our family. You're adopted into the nonsense that is chatting over chowder and crackers and soup, whether you want to be or not. And we will champion you on forever and a day for no matter what you do, as soon as you come within our hemisphere. And I say in the award, like it's not just you and I's award. It's literally every single guest that we've ever had on. It is our team that works the behind the scenes in the podcast. And as you said, the array of phenomenal women that we have had on the podcast for season one, as well as season two, has just been so much fun to speak with them and to get to know them and to see how they fall align and in, in what they do in podcasting. So the very first person that we had on the season was is our friend and one of our team members, Juliana Pedri. And she talked about what it was like to have an audio disorder and work in podcasting, which I love her so much. And I love her experience because I think a lot of people think, oh, I'm differently abled uh, in my auditory hearing. So I don't know if I could excel in this type of forum. And she absolutely does. And I think that's really important for all of our listeners, as well as anybody who wants to come into podcasting to hear. No, absolutely. And just to think that, like, I'm, I'm so proud of her 
in the fact that she can overcome that. Because imagine people have insecurities, minor insecurities that like baffle us, right? You see them and you're like, you're like, you're crazy for having that insecurity. And they have those insecurities hold them back from so much. And to think that Juliana has something that is a, it's a legitimate issue and she still doesn't allow that to hold her back from what she's passionate about and what she loves. And she's found a way to make it work for her. Um, and it's not to say that it's always easy for her, but she takes that challenge on full force and, and just makes it work. And when I actually got to see her in person, um, cause we all got to go to she podcast live and we got to all finally see each other. It like face to face <laughs> hug. Um, and you know, I got to see in, in real life how that auditory um, disability kind of uh, affects her. And I, it just made me appreciate everything she does that much more. I, it's, it's something that just, it goes to show you how just some of the things and the concerns that you might have in your life, you can push through them. Because if you have people who have legitimate issues and they're able to persevere you know what I mean it's inspiring and I hope that other people who are have similar issues um are able to see that and see that they can make it through and that they can still do things that involve audio and audio production audio editing um and be successful 100% agree the next person that we had on she is a gospel transformed into a human body. And her name is Sharon Jameson. Every time Sharon opens her mouth, any every time she writes a post, anytime she breathes, she just puts this energy into the world. Uh, and I just want to be like, Yas. She she dreams gems. That's how inspirational she is. That is how much energy she creates. That I cannot even explain how this woman is a mere human. Like no mere human should have this level of introspection and this level of ministry and genius in how she conveys things she she just she makes the hair stand up on my arms because she's so powerful and she's so motivational and inspirational and I don't even think she tries to be it's just truly how she is I love her she's she's amazing you're 100% right it is so effortless just completely effortless it just comes out of her and you feel like you're getting this crazy warm hug and then that you're also just absorbing all this knowledge at the same time and she's amazing I was in awe of her I I won't forget because I remember that day I was having a crummy day I was having such a crummy day and the last thing I wanted to do was I'm like great now I have to go into a recording like I need to like shift my energy she just shifted it for me like her presence, her smile, her enthusiasm, her knowledge. Like you were saying, she just breathes gems because everything that was coming out of her mouth was just 
pure genius and motivational. I like I just I felt so inspired and just so appreciative of her presence. Um and to have someone that has such an open heart because it's it's she's an amazing mix of being so open and warm and welcoming but also sets boundaries and lets you know exactly how you know who she is and what she will and will not stand for and I, I was I was in complete awe of her she is genuinely one of my favorite people I was like I'm I'm your new fan like I am you have a complete fan and and friend in me from the minute I met her I was like you're you're amazing. And then again, if you follow her on social media, you're just, you're just hit constantly with those incredible gems. I don't know how many of those things I've shared in my stories. Cause I'm like, yes, I'm like, yes, this is on point. No, I, I was genuinely so blessed and happy to have had her on our podcast because I, I left that day with, with this excitement and this inspiration for life. Um, and feeling like someone who understands me and my friends and those around me, um, and someone who can be both accepting and powerful. Um, I, I, I was just, I, I was, I was in complete awe of her. She is the epitome of being a movement and how one person can be a movement. And I feel like that that is one of the things that ties a lot of our season two women together is that they are all a powerful movement just in themselves. And then they share, they don't gatekeep that information. They share it with others. And that's exactly how I feel about Susie Chase. She has created her own niche, not once, not twice, but three times in the podcasting community. And she's so humble about it. And she's just truly one of the sweetest people in this podcasting industry, yet she has been the foundation for certain podcast niches. And I'm like, do you even know the impact that you've had in podcasting? And she's like, "Mm, you know, I just, I just talk about what I like (laughs) from her radio station podcast to her cookbook podcast, to now she has a decorating podcast talking to her. She just makes me smile. No, truly. I I thought that it was amazing and so creative because, and and again, it shows you how vast podcasting can really be because how many times people sit there, I'm sure someone sat there and was like, I just want to talk about cookbooks, but that would, no one would listen to that. No one, no one would. And she's just like, I'm going to fucking do it. And she does. And the next thing you know, there's now a plethora of people behind her that are like, yes, I love cookbooks too. I want to start another podcast about the same thing. And even decorating. Okay. Tell me, decorating is such a visual thing. Same as cooking. You know what I mean? Like decorating is such a visual thing. And to think that she was like, I'm going to bring this to the audio world. And and people love it because it, it, it's amazing. But I also think it's her. She is incredible. And her personality, it just suits all of these things. It's like that perfect mix of quirky and um, quirky, knowledgeable, and just fun. I agree. She And again, we follow all of these people. We really engage with them. And every time she posts something, it's just, I'm like, you're so cute. And and I know that, like, some people just don't like to be called cute. And I don't know if Susie likes to be called cute. 
I call her that all the time because she just is. I'm like, you're just so cute. I just can't help it. It's the only word I can use to describe you. And then we had Latrice Sampson Richards. And for Susie's cute, Latrice is awesome. Like, it's the only word that I can use to describe Latrice. She's just freaking awesome. She is, again, a whole movement when it comes to Black people podcasting. She champions Black podcasters in such a beautiful and she is like the best hype person that you can have in your corner she when she gets hyped for you you just have to live up to her hype because you're like oh I can't let Latrice down like she's she's hyped she's hyped up about me (laughs) and talking to her and, and hearing her podcast experience and how she came into into this and how much she and Talib have grown afros and audio and their future and, and what they want to happen with Afros and Audio. She's just, she's just so cool. She's just awesome. No, I agree. I, um, I loved hearing about her experiences so, sort of growing into the podcasting industry and how, you know, when she thought no one was listening and to then all of a sudden hear some of these bigwigs being like championing her, championing her it was incredible and I think that that really helped translate to us in some ways because it's like when we didn't think anyone was really listening and you know we're just doing this for fun and to be able to talk to these women um and just I I just felt like her story is so relatable and it resonates so well and I think that she's the the perfect example of how championing only brings more to you as well. It's never, you know, it's not this crazy competition. It's like when you champion others, you you win as well. You genuinely win as well. And she's really shown that. And I also think that she's very humble at the same time. So I, I just, I had this warmth about her that, and just this very genuine like she she's just such a genuine person and I I'm so happy to have met her and to hear her story because I think it's inspiring and I hope that other people were able to take um so much from her story and she is just one of those people that you first meet her and you're like okay well we were either sisters or really close homegirls in a, in a past life like you are just you're just my person fate brought us a together again in this lifetime because we've been friends in other lifetimes and she's she's just that energy in that person and the next person that we had on was Sarah Curlin who I absolutely adore and again a whole movement she decided to create an entire podcast regarding to anxiety which I love this topic and I love this conversation because a lot of people who have anxiety or who are introverted believe that they don't have any space in this podcasting community to be themselves and to talk about their particular struggles or their particular experiences with being an introvert and having anxiety. And Sarah was like, bump that. I'm going to make this a whole brand. And she did. And she does so well. And, you know, the conversation that we had with with her about 
Oh my God. Who is that guy that was on Degrassi Junior High? What's his name? Are you talking about not, not Drake? Yes, um, Drake. Yes. It was a Drake yeah. Yes, and her love for Drake. <laughs> like, who knew? Who knew Sarah had a love for Drake? I didn't until that conversation. No, she was incredible. And um, I was amazed because I sometimes I think you can be you have to be almost very careful or people try to be very careful when they're talking about issues that they um, that really touch them personally, because you can get attacked by people. You can have people who don't resonate with your message and decide that they're going to take things really negatively. But it takes a lot to come up to someone and be like, you know what? This is something that is really, I'm very vulnerable about. Like I'm, I'm putting myself out there. I know that I'm hoping that other people who have these issues also feel like they have somebody and that they're not alone. Um, because talking about anxiety and the things that can make you anxious can sometimes feel, you know, kind of mundane or even sometimes feel too much or might even come off negative. But she does such a good job of being like, hey, this is the, these are the things that I'm going through. And this is how I'm working through it. Or sometimes just being like, you know what, F it. I, I, I had to sit in these feelings today and, and it was okay. And I also love how she cultivates her podcast. She only does a f handful of episodes per season. She drops the season when she's ready. And she has such an amazing following. And that's because she takes the time and the energy to curate each and every episode the way that she wants to present it. And I, and I love that. And I love that about her. And Damali Shepard is also an introvert and she, I love Damali. I love her conversation. I love her art. She truly is an artist. And I think that it was super important to have her on because she talks about photography and podcasting and having your cover art. If you want to have your picture why it's important to get a really bomb ass photographer so that you can represent yourself really well in your cover art and in your images for your podcast. And I could just listen to her talk all day. She has such a calming, just pure and sweet and knowledgeable energy that like when I speak to her, I just instantly feel calmer and just feel like I'm in the circle of, of my peoples. But like, I ate a gummy, but that I didn't really eat a gummy. That's the kind of energy she gives to me. And I'm so appreciative of her for that. No, and her portfolio is just fucking out of this world. It's beautiful. The fact that she's able to capture melanin soil, which I don't think people understand the importance of that. Um, because in photography and in all of that stuff, having somebody really capture you and making you feel like you're in your element that that takes a lot of skill um she's she's incredible and I loved having those conversations because you know I love anything marketing and and anything design or visual so I I genuinely appreciated her and her body of work and it also spoke to your soul as well because you're a photographer and you've done photography in your other life so to hear you and Damali go back and forth and have that conversation was such an interesting aspect of being on the podcast episode, but just watching you both working and talking in your magic in, in your field, that was just, 
hashtag highlight. Highlight for me. And another person that is a complete and utter highlight that we had on the show, Ayana Parent. And I freaking love Ayana because she is like, look, the wellness industry is trash and here's why. <laughs> She's like, no apologies for it. I've been a part of it. This is this is why they're trash. This is what they need to do. And she is so knowledgeable and so honest and so open about her experiences with um, rehab and her experience with addiction and why she knows that it's so important for wellness to be offered to everybody from homeless people to the very rich and everybody in between. And not only does she speak about it, but she be about it. She has a whole nonprofit that is based on the foundation that wellness is for everybody and care should be for everybody. And I could just listen to her talk for days. And in 2022, she is definitely one of the organizations that I want Crackers and Soup to donate to. I believe in so much of what she's doing that, and you know, we're super biased. We live in the, the same Commonwealth that she resides in. And what she's doing for the underrepresented communities when it comes to healthcare is just like chef's kiss. No, truly. She is that like, she's that yogi that also is very genuine. Like, it's not judgmental. She's very, she has both that calming effect, but also that like, I'm going to tell you how it is at the same time. And the fact that she has found a way to be fulfilled by serving others, it amazes me. And it's something that I, I wish and hope to be able to do myself. And just in the way that she's found, you know, her recovery and been able to be like, you know what, I saw the things that I that was missing for me when I was going through that. And I want to be able to provide that for others is amazing. And I agree. I, I'm excited for the potential for Crackers and Soup to be able to sponsor her nonprofit because it is incredible. You guys really do need to go check it out. Hey, you. This is Bethany, co-host of Chatting Over Chowder. And one of my absolutely favorite segments of the show is Bisque Please, where our guest tells the listener where they can be found and what they're promoting. Did you know that Chatting Over Cheddar has Bisque Please t-shirts? Yes, we have trademarked Bisque Please. And now you can rock your Bisque Please t-shirt just like Shoreline and I do on a regular basis. Just go to our show notes, click on Bisque Please t-shirts, and it will direct you to the link where you can purchase sizes from small to 3XL, and you can be wearing your Bisque Please t-shirt in no time. Thank you so much. And now let's get back to that episode. And another incredible woman, Kanika Chada Gupta, who I could talk to Kanika for hours. And we truly have. Like if we, when we get on a rampage and we're just on a one-on-one conversation, all of a sudden I blink and two and a half hours are gone. And I was like, shit, Kanika, I was supposed to give this to my client. <laughs> by the by this time o'clock and we're still chit-chatting i gotta go 
She is such a powerful movement for women podcasts. Not just like, hey, I'm struggling. Hey, there's a diaper rash. What do you use to put on your kid's butt? But she champions talking about using your your own intuition, knowing when you need to advocate for your children, knowing when you need to set aside your business goals and concentrate on being a mother, knowing when you need to set aside concentrating on being a mother and going about your business goals. <laughs> she gives allowance and permission for parents to do literally what they want and to have a beautiful work-life balance. And I, and she has heavy hitters, people who have had million-dollar companies on her podcast to discuss what it's like having a million-dollar company and having a family and the tips and gems that they, that they offer. And she's just, she's just so dope. No, absolutely. And you're right on the money with how she gives you permission because I mean, I'm not a mother myself, but one of the biggest things that I worry about is I'm like, how am I supposed to be an entrepreneur or a businesswoman and be a mother at the same time? It's like, oftentimes society makes you feel like you have to make one, like you have to choose one over the other. Um, and then you're criticized on either end for what whichever one you chose. So um, it's amazing to kind of almost just get that permission to be like, it's okay. It's okay to fluctuate. It's okay to, you know, have to be a mom when you need to be a mom and have to be a businesswoman when you need to be a businesswoman. Um, it's, it, she does, she makes you feel like this warmth, but at the same time, this empowerment um, within kind of tapping into both that feminine and masculine side of yourself. She was amazing. And I love what you said about tapping into the feminine and the masculine because men don't ask get ask these questions, right? Men don't have to make these choices. So for her to be like, look, that's trash. <laughs> but I'm also, and also I'm going to talk to moms and see how they've given themselves permission to have, to have both and, and what that looked like. And another person who sets her boundaries so well and is just thriving in her own business is Ronnie Hill. And she worked with our team for a little bit. I love Ronnie. She is the little sister that I always wanted, but she is so much better than me in so many different aspects. <laughs> I, like, her boundaries are spot on. What she's doing in her business is just amazing. I love that she is part of the podcast management community and the fact that she is assisting coaches and creating podcasts. I could and like I could talk to these women all day. Again, I could talk to Ronnie all day and just continue to learn from her in regarding to organizations and systems. And every time Ronnie talks. I just love to listen because I learn every single time. She's incredible. I She's such a intricate and amazing person to have on our team. Um, I, I agree with you on the boundaries. I just, I, I will never forget. There was a, a time where, you know, cause for women, whenever, you know, it's, it's our time of the month and we're menstruating, 
our ebbs and flows of our energy really shift. And she had done this whole thing where she was like, hey, this is my menstruating week. I cannot, uh, I, I have to take care of myself throughout some of these days. I will only be available around these times. And just the fact that it's kind of like, I need you to respect this. And I'm not afraid to be like, I am woman. And this is what happens. And I need you to respect me for it. Um, I admired that. I admired that. And that's why I was like, yo, I, we, we need to get on that level. I was like, we need to get on that level of boundary setting, of loving yourself and adding that to your business regimen. You know, because I think as women, we often feel the need that because our meal counterparts function very differently from the way we do, that we need to constantly match that. And we need to constantly be in that masculine and constantly be working. Because if we're not working 10 times harder than they are, then we're not seen. And the fact that she's able to be like, no, I need to honor my womanhood and what happens to my body and how that changes how I can function and how I work. And that's okay. I I, I admired that so much. And she's she's a genius in everything in systems and processes and um just being able to hone all of those things ronnie you know i love you girl you're amazing every time i'm always excited to see every post every, every she's just she's incredible my goal is for 2022 is to get on ronnie hill boundary level from my lips to God's ears to Ronnie's ears, because I may need to hire her for a VIP date so that she can teach me how. <laughs> the other person who can teach me how to actually enjoy dog podcasts, even though I don't even have a freaking dog, <laughs> was Jess Williams. And this conversation was so delightful. Jess is just a delightful ass person. Again, you brought her into, into my, my orbit of attention. You were like, we have to interview her. She has, she's amazing. She's helped me with my dogs and she has an amazing dog podcast. And now I stalk her on social media. Just, I think yesterday I was like, bah, 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 bah. like writing comments uh, on a post that she had created because you can't get rid of us once once we put our fangs into you. I loved this conversation way more than I thought I was going to because I don't have any pets. <laughs> but it was so... The strategies and what she said was so applicable to everyday life, no matter if you have pets or not. She was just so much fun. And thank you so much for... Being like, hey, Bethany, we have to have her on. She, she's just incredible. No, Jess is genuinely one of my favorite people. And I owe so much to her and her husband um, when it comes to my dogs and training them. And as we speak of my dogs, they're all staring at me like, <laughs> so are you taking us out now? And I'm like, no, dogs. Wait. But no, she's, she's incredible. And I don't think people understand the amount of psychology that genuinely goes into dog training because where some people are like, oh, we're training your dogs. It's like, no, it is you. You're the one learning all of these new things. You're the one learning how messed up you are and how you're messing up your dog. And so it, it in turn, it's so much more than just like, oh, I'm, I'm training my dog. It's like, no, this is like therapy for myself <laughs> and fixing my shit. <laughs> and um, 
I really learned so much from her and, and from her and her husband. And I'm, I'm just so grateful. And I was so happy to have her on the podcast because I'm like, I'd love to have like people understand this aspect of things. You know what I mean? And because you can even apply that same thought process into your own children and how you do things. Maybe not like clicker training or, you know, <laughs> tree training necessarily, but like just the psychology of it. It's amazing. I, I was so happy and blessed that we had Jess on um, because she's genuinely one of my favorite people. And when I order huge crates for maybe my children <laughs> for Christmas, <laughs> it's all going to be because of Jess. <laughs> like well we're we're crate training now (laughs) we're like what (laughs) so just did not recommend this recommend crate crate training your children (laughs) just did she told me so (laughs) so another person who just fills my whole heart with love because she is okay so did you ever watch A Different World? Are you too young for that? It sounds familiar. Oh, God, you're so young. Okay. Do you... I'm sure if you started singing a theme song, I'd end up remembering. Okay, so A Different World was when Denise from The Cosby Show went to college. And she connected with all of these people. And Cree Summer, who does actually does a lot of voiceover work... Um, she was one of the characters that she was, she was one of the actresses in a different world. And she just has this sweet, fun, calming energy. That is Portia Williams Gates. She has Cree summer energy. She is all about collaboration and connection and sharing her knowledge and helping people out and her, Production company is phenomenal to the point where she worked hand in hand with Oprah on a podcasting series. And I'm so sad that, well, I'm not sad for you because you were on vacation in Dominican Republic, but <laughs> and you had a beautiful time. Um, but I'm so sad that you weren't able to be on this episode because I truly think that you would have just loved speaking and getting to know Portia. Because anybody that speaks to Portia loves knowing her. And I like I'm so honored that she is part of my my circle of connections in, in this podcasting community. She's just a beautiful spirit. No, I when I heard the episode, I I could you could it literally was spewing out through the mic. You can see the type of person and the soul she is. So I'm sad that I didn't get to meet her, but I still felt like I got a piece of her just from listening to the episode. She had me ugly crying when she, cause she dropped the fact that she was in collaboration to create a podcast with Oprah for the very first time on the episode. Like she had just found out maybe a couple of days earlier and I, I sobbed like a newborn kitten. I don't know if they cry, but they, <laughs> but if newborn kittens cry, <laughs> that's what I was sobbing like <laughs> because I was so happy for her and She's just so amazing. So yes, we know. So by like second degree of separation, we know somebody who knows Oprah. Yes, yes. (laughs) So the other episode that we dropped after Portia was actually not an interview episode at all. 
it was actually a storytelling podcast episode that I created in my storytelling intensive podcast program called Kasama Collective, and it's um, from Shelter in Place. And part of that program is if any everybody, any, everybody in that program gets an opportunity to create their own episode. Um, and the episode that I created was called As You Wish, and it is all about love languages and growing up and how my family members displayed that they loved us, not in the most conventional, I love you, hug, hug, Anglo-Saxon way, <laughs> a cacosity way. <laughs> and it took me a long time to actually realize that how I was raised was how my parents showed us that that they loved us. Um, So it sounds kind of heavy, but it's actually very lighthearted and sweet and interwoven throughout the entire episode is um, audio from The Princess Bride, which is where the terminology or where the phraseology, as you wish, comes from. So it was an amazing experience creating that episode because I had never worked on a scripted storytelling podcast before. Now I I feel like I've done 800 (laughs) because of so many that I've done in that, that intensive, but it was such a, it was an amazing experience. It, It truly was a roller coaster of emotions creating it. And for everybody that's listened thus far and has reached out, they've really been like, I've laughed, I've cried. This has really made me rethink my relationship with my parents. So I, and, and to get those type of messages and those kind of receipts um, after you pour your soul into something is just, it's just amazing and humbling. And it makes me blush literally every time because I can't take a compliment. <laughs> you really can't. Which also ties into <laughs> your love language and how how you were raised. But um, I, I I'm so proud of you because I know that the work that that took and also the level of vulnerability, both from you and your mother, um, and for I love that you actually decided to have that conversation with her, not just talk about it, um, because I think it brings a whole different level of realization from both ends where you can have this open and honest conversation of like hey this is how I felt about things in my childhood and her being like well this is what I was trying to do and you know what this is what my parents did to me and and just to see that trauma and how it translates and also how you end up doing the complete opposite of what your parents did it's like you try to make up for your own kids what your parents didn't do for you and then god knows how that'll translate to them right like you'll have to do like a generational (laughs) storytelling one one with like olivia and you but it's it's amazing and i think the fact that you had people finally reach out to you and be like you know what i I didn't think of that like i i never thought of how that translated um it's amazing because i think that the more people start to realize where certain things come from and that they can forgive their parents for it and still love them and be like, you know what? You were only doing what you knew best. And you know that I have to, there are things that I need to let go of in order for me to continue to move on. Life is amazing. And, um, 
I loved your ties really to the root of like your mom being like, well, this also still ties within slavery. I thought that that was such an important piece to add to all of that. Um, and, and again, it was, it was lighthearted because you have a way of making everything quite funny. And I think the dynamic between you and your mother is amazing <laughs> in that way. But then also you had those really emotional points that you're like, you're like, oh shit, like this is real. Like I completely see that. And I'm so proud of you for being vulnerable and also for going through that and being able to piece all of that together to make it be something that it was very powerful and entertaining at the same time. And I think that that's the importance of podcasting because it, it teaches without preaching. It gives people an experience, whether it be a storytelling podcast or an interview based podcast, it provides so, so much information in such a digestible way. And that is exactly what Delia Kinsey does whenever they speak on any topic. Delia is so informative. They are so knowledgeable. They are so, I don't even want to say persuasive because it's not even a, a, a way in which they persuade you to think a particular way. They're just really eye-opening. And every time Delia spoke on a particular topic, I would just find myself saying, yes, yes, yes. Oh my God, yes. Truly, I think that was, I, I don't think I've ever had so many like hands up moments. Like, yes, exactly. Just the knowledge and just the phrasing because sometimes you you try so hard to put things into words and it doesn't translate. And she just did such a beautiful job of being able to convey today's issues and how that's it translates to everything from the past and, and how that's been brought up now and why these issues continue. Dahlia was amazing. I was blown away literally with every everything that was coming out of their mouth, everything. I was so appreciative of Dahlia and just their knowledge. And they're coming out with a book, I believe in early 2022. So look for that. And I, I think you can pre-order. I need to pre-order that. Um, and the last person that we had on for the season, which was such an important conversation, Anne Cummins my whole put in, my contact, the reason why we've had Spoonful of Comfort as our sponsor for the last year, just seeing her little put in face just makes my whole face smile. She is so knowledgeable and so nice and so willing to share her information regarding sponsors and how they choose to sponsor not even just podcasts, but businesses and how they choose who they're going to donate to within the company of Spoonful of Comfort. And to know that the company that sponsors us was literally in the White House and sent to the vice president when she 
like stepped into her vice presidential suites. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so not only are we second degree to Oprah, but we're a second degree to the White House. So boop, boop, that happened. <laughs> no, she, it was amazing having her on and also having that other perspective of how you were saying, like how, do companies see things from their end when they're looking to sponsor? Um, because I think it's so important. We have so many people in the podcasting industry. And so it was nice to kind of have someone on the other side of it and what they look for. Um, and also just knowing how they try to operate their business um, and the thought that goes into everything that they do. Um, every soup selection, every item that gets paired with the soups. Um, like, and we got an amazing package sent to us by them that came with this blanket that is literally my favorite blanket. And I cuddle with that thing. My dogs try to steal it from me. Like they even know the comfort level of it. Yes. It's um, like, it's amazing. And they, it, it just shows a level of care from the packaging to the ingredients in their soup to even how they make sure that that fr that soup stays fresh getting to you uh they've, they've just dealt with everything beautifully and she helps represent the company so well i was so grateful to have her on and for us just to get to pick her brain on the other side of sort of this marketing end of podcasting and i was super grateful that you and she got an opportunity to talk about brand appreciation and marketing appreciation because that is your whole love language. And in addition to that, she spoke so much about alignment and why that is important to not only of the podcast or the podcast host, but also the sponsors, especially the sponsors that are on the smaller side but looking to make a, making a connection, that the alignment is what's the most important thing, not the listenership, not the how many downloads you have, but how aligned are you in the company, and does this does this collaboration or partnership have an opportunity to grow so that they do end up having a great return on investment? And I think that that was just so important and so needed to be said. From, like you said, somebody who had who was on the other side of being a sponsor for for businesses and podcasts. So, thank you, Ian. Appreciate appreciate your face. And yeah, so that that was it. That was our our entire season, and the whole freaking podcast experience has just made my whole heart happy. And I think that working behind the scenes of a podcast, being podcast production, being podcast management. It's very different experience than having a podcast yourself. No, I, I agree. And I think when we went to She Podcast Live, it was such a realization of seeing all these women and all the work that they've put in. And then it only validating the work that we've put in as well. Um, and the fact that I feel like we've, gotten to know everybody on such a deeper level just from having them on the show um and then hearing how some of the women we've had on their show have really inspired them it's it's amazing it warms my heart it makes it feel like it's that peace 
that we kind of can give to people and, and help serve others in that way, just, just with knowledge and connection. Um, because I know that I've been so inspired by certain podcasts and who, what guests that they've had on and certain guests they've had on has, have helped sort of spark different, um, milestones in my life and, and realizations. And to think that our podcast could have done that for somebody else warms my soul. And cause I know every guest that we've had on has sparked something within me. So I, I'm, I hope, and I'm glad to see that it's done the same for others. And I'm so excited that you brought that up because I read every single review that we get on, on Apple reviews or messages that have people that have reached out to us in direct messages on Instagram or even my personal Facebook. And we've received comments such as you really seem to love your guests and your guests really seem to be having a great experience. What are your secrets? (laughs) Or this episode has really inspired me and this was so knowledgeable or even this this podcast just makes me smile on my way to work which sometimes you just need something to get you through the day and if we can be that for you i i will happily die on that hill <laughs> because sometimes an escape from the nonsense and tomfuckery is just all that you need to give you that extra push So thank you literally every single person who's ever listened, who continues to listen, people who have reached out and it's like, hey, this episode didn't drop, a a new episode hasn't dropped, what's what's going on? Um, We're so humbled and honored and appreciative. Again, thank you so much for Black Pod Awards, for giving us the Black Podcast Award for Comedy of 2021, Still Wild. Don't worry, we will not let it go to our heads. (laughs) Well, no, and don't forget, too, that we placed in the top 30 for podcasts to listen. It's They're huge milestones, and it's all because of you guys and you guys listening and championing us and and, and writing reviews. We're genuinely blessed and so, so grateful. Thank you for bringing that up, Sherline. I did kind of forget that, that we we were on the top a top 30 list for for podcasts which is so dope and we're going to continue to bring you amazing women in this podcasting space and the podcasting industry not only just women who have podcasts themselves but are working behind the scenes and doing all of the podcasting things i actually already have a lineup of women for to be interviewing for season three which we are going to drop in February. Sherline and I are going to take a much needed break. So we're going to take January off from chatting over chowder and we will be around. So if you have any particular person that you would love to see on the podcast that makes your whole heart happy in working in these podcasting streets, please send me an email chatting over chowder podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, chatting over chowder. Send a carrier pigeon. Send an owl like in like in Harry Potter. If you have owl availability, I would love an owl to drop off a, a note that says, this is who I want you to interview for chatting over chowder. This person deserves soup and they're super amazing in the podcasting industry. 
but yeah, stay in touch and we will, we will be back with brand new live episodes in February. I can't wait. We love you guys so much. Thank you so much for everything. And thank you, Cheryl. I love your face. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Chatting Over Chowder. This episode was sponsored by Crackers and Soup. You can find out more about our guest and Crackers and Soup in our show notes. If you loved this episode, subscribe and drop us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, stay, stay super. super.